adopted as the anthem of the African National Congress. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings, Queen Mother and all the listeners everywhere. I'm so, again, excited to be on the show, Transformations with with Goddess Queen Mother Velma B. So how are you, my dear? I'm listening for the divine response, and that is I am wonderfully made, and it's a great time this evening to greet, to greet you and say it's great, great evening. I am just well, thank you. Ashe. Well... I uh, was so enjoying our exercise and getting the camera together, and uh, I'm right now on air on Freecast, as well as being on the um, blog talk, so I'm excited. So I get to see myself. (laughs) So I'm 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 really excited because I know soon you will be joining me. Yes, I, it really was a joy to look at the possibility for joining you on air live, and so we could see each other and know as we talk that we are saying things that we can each look at and understand. I say, I say, and and that is absolutely the truth. Well, Queen Mother. Um, I want to just say that last week I was a little bit uh, excited, a little probably too much excited. So I really um, didn't really get to uh, express myself in the way of explaining about how Mother Nature took a hold of me this summer and worked with me so that I could really recognize that we are a source of vibrational strength. We, you know, if we do it for the good of the planet, we raise our own vibration, you know. So a part of self-love and and changing that transformation is to really understand that you have to do things for yourself to get yourself and your mind ready for all that, you know, with all all that you have to do on the planet, all that your destiny calls you to do. So I uh, know that we're going to get into another fabulous discussion because you are so great to share your um, experience and knowledge with us and, you know, really help us to help other people to transform. So it's a blessing. So I, I, I want to publicly say that Yoruba House of Worship really appreciates you and appreciates all that you give to us as a um, community. This is an opportunity for me to say thank you for your interest and your willingness to bring information to others. All that I do is to continue to learn more about improving myself, and as I improve myself, it makes it easier to help others to do the same. Because we are on this planet just to transition from one experience to the next and know that we are all a work in progress. And so that's why it's it's good to continue to um, bring forth the word that call love. And we said we would use that word throughout the rest of this year and, and bring it, one, starting with ourselves and then extend it to others and then find out as much as we can about how to love ourselves, how to share that love. And you're doing a wonderful job just bringing me to you and you to me and then talking with other people so that they can ponder the question, what does it mean to love myself and how can I extend that to others? So tonight we'll continue with the um, the theme of love. And though you did not uh, express it that much on last week, you're always expressing it. And as you speak about nature and the leaves and how they turn and how we can 
get an interesting vibration just looking at the colors, and they represent so many um, different vibrations. And love is nothing but a colorful vibration and how we express it through how we live and move and have our being in the creator, the one and only. So I think tonight, uh, Darlene, it's just great to offer this, this poem of thanks, and it says to give thanks and give God the praise for miracles. Give thanks for whom it's due. It's never by happenstance that good things come to you. Always have a grateful heart for all the good he brings, and you will find that every day you'll have a heart that sings. This was a wonderful poem written by Rachel Harnett, and it represents um, our abiding in a loving feeling and a loving vibration to continue to give thanks for love. So I'm thankful tonight for your love and your understanding and your caring for people who are interested in what we're talking about, and that is our theme of love. And tonight we will continue with our energy love clap. And we're opening our our space tonight um, in a continuous words of prayer and praise. And when we pray, we get closer conversation with ourselves. And we can give praise, that's because we've asked for something, and we can say thanks that we have received it. So if we can kind of still ourselves and take deep breaths and be comfortable with where we are, whether we're in our homes or whether we're in someone else's home, whether we are in a position where we can participate in this in this program tonight, we want to again still our minds and our hearts and realize we're about to experience loving ourselves and expressing that beyond our own heart to someone else. And for those who have been with us on other programs, it's called the Energy Love Clap, and we know it. For those who may be joining us for the first time, it's called the Energy Love Clap. That's E-L-C. Sometimes it's called T-L-C, Tender Loving Care. Or it's the E-L-C, the Energy Love Clap. And it's just a matter of how to use our hands, our heart, and our head. So let us now be still. Stretch out our arms as far as we can where they're straight in front of our hearts. And our heart is open, resting between our arms. And we take first our hands. The first step is to take you, after stretching out your arms, this next step is to clap your hands together so you can hear your own sound and just do that for a little bit. And that's energizing the the body with a hand clap is Stimulating your fingers, the palm of your hand, and your thumb, and to know that you are focusing on yourself because your hands are so important. Now, we expanding this, just getting ready to do our energy love clap. So now if you feel you've given some energy to your hands just by clapping, so stop your clap. And now the thing, next thing is to begin to build, uh, bend your elbows Bring your hands together again, and then bring that energy into your heart with both hands together. And you stretch your arms out, your elbows out, and it should look something like bringing that energy from the tip of your fingers with your hands clapped straight to your heart, which means your elbows should go out and you're there. Now that you've done that exercise of just stretching out your arms, Bring in your clap to your heart. I want you to do that clap now. So this is how it goes. You take your clap, your hands, and bring the hands to your heart. Clap your hands and bring it straight to your heart. Clap your hands and circle back to your heart. Clap your hands and bring it back to your heart. So the clapping energy from our hands to our heart. Clap your hands and bring that energy to your heart. And you can follow along with this word, these words that say, I love me. I love me. I love me. So clap your hands and say, I love me, as you bring your hands to your heart. I love me. Then call your name. I love Queen Mother. I love Queen Mother Velma. I love Queen Mother Velma. I love Queen Mother Velma. So call your own name out and say how much I love yourself. I love me. And call your name. So we're doing the energy love clap from my hands to our heart, breathing a sigh of love 
and we can really give thanks that we have hands and we're happy. We have a heart and we're happy. We have a head and we're happy. So we are thankful now that we have energy that can stimulate us to know more about what it means to use hands, head, and heart to do the energy love clap. So thank you for doing that exercise with us, our ongoing tradition when we come on the radio program that we do our energy love clap. And I'm suggesting that once you really get a fix for it for yourself, try it out. Use it as often as you choose. And certainly it can be a daily refresher to remind yourself how much you love yourself. And when you love yourself sufficiently and you have family members that's a part of you, then ask them to participate and teach them. If you have questions, ask Miss B. She'll help you. And as we open up our space so you can see it happening, then you can know what it, how it looks to, to clap your hands and bring it to your heart. So, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this ritual, this tradition on our weekly radio programs. So take a deep breath. Relax, release, let go of any obstacles that you've been thinking about, any things that have not been of comfort to you during the day, and declare right now I am going to use myself wisely, comfortably, and as joyously as I can. So listen to what is going to be said about an extended love theme, and that is the family love. So tonight... We are going to spend a little time on the subject of family love. Now, we know that there are all kinds of families. There's a one, two people, two person family. There's a large family, a group family. There's a community family. There's a school family. There's a family that we call our village where we come together and make a difference. And so tonight we're going to just start out by saying no matter what the definition is, we have to get ready to go beyond ourselves and include others. And we can demonstrate our love for each other by just just starting out being patient. Sometimes when you go beyond yourself and you have to include others and how you go and express yourself, you must be patient. Sometimes people want to talk to you and you may not be ready, but you have to use your patience. We have to sometimes know that we want to touch another person. They not be, may not be ready, so we have to hold it. But the whole idea is that we want to let the persons or the persons that we are with know that we are expressing a deep concern and an interest in their well-being. Now, when we talk about ourselves and we represent a large population, sometimes referred to as minority, but we are not a minority. We are a majority. We are a majority family. And we have to continue to know that we were not always binded and bonded the way we could be because we came to these shores separating ourselves from our families, not knowing who we may encounter as we come came across those seas. And this is the African-American community of which I speak. So we've had to overcome a lot to bridge our relationship with our families, whether it was two-person, three-person, large families, but we knew that there was a community that had similar values and a condition that we'd all experience. So tonight when we think about family, we think about uh, someone that we have devoted our time to and a mother who brought us into the world and a father who made it possible and we can unite together as a family in love. As I was thinking about this, sometimes we're talking about a family of love, a family with love, it may look different kinds of ways, but sometimes just the way we look at our sisters, our brothers, our mother and our father, our cousins, our grandparents, all who make up a unit, a unit of family, and we want to call it a way to love each other. And really, it's just about sitting in quiet time and maybe having conversation about family memories. But love is a way of expressing ourselves through kindness, through consideration through compassion, through gentleness, and most of all, just with a peace, peacefulness. Though we have wars and 
families, and we know we always going to be up against someone, and we say, oh, goodness, I wish they would just leave me alone. But you step past it, and you know this is my family. It could be your biological family. It could be an extended family. But the whole idea is to have a belief that a family matters, to have feelings for those that you care about, and to understand that in all that we do, love is really the key. And love can be an answer, or love is the answer, especially when it comes to expressing ourselves in what is called, sometimes it's um, there's something called agape love. It's just A-G-A-P, agape love, means that we love unconditionally. And many times we have to love family members unconditionally because they can sometimes go way out there, and we don't know quite where they are, but we can come on back and love them anyhow. And for those of us who studied the word, uh, we know about the prodigal son who uh, had so much with his father and so many riches. He was a wealthy family, but he got his inheritance and he went away and started to just use his money lavishly and not so wisely. And he found himself without any money or anywhere with all. He found himself working on farms and in other people's places because he didn't have any option. And one day he got smart. He said, I am going back home. Why should I be out here working with the hogs and in pig pens when my father is so rich? Why don't I just go home and test it out? I'll do whatever he tells me, but let me just come to my senses. And he went home, and when his father saw him coming, he was so glad to see him. He met him halfway, and what he did was to throw out the red carpet. He went and killed his 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 his, 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 his uh, resources. I would say the calves, and he made a big feast, and he set the table, and he just said that he welcome he could welcome his son home because he loved it. Didn't matter what he did. It was an unconditional love. So that represents a father son. And we have sometimes the same thing with our family members who go astray. But the point is we do have obstacles in family. We have obstacles, okay, in our loved ones. But then we know that no matter what, love is the key, love is the answer. And we have family members, we have feelings about them, we can endure them with a kind look of comforting touch, no matter what it costs us. And it will cost us sometimes, but we must demonstrate through a show of kindness patience and understanding and know that where two or three to get, are gathered together and there's a loving feeling, oh, how wonderful that is. And we can just sing praises to this wonderful moment, having overcome all the obstacles. We have family beliefs that may be in conflict with the other family member, but all we are saying is that love can conquer all. And I think we're seeing that happen today in this country, no matter what. Our president has offered us an opportunity to have a healthy family life. We just understand how to go about loving each other and making sure we have the information we need to to, to take advantage of what's been offered to us to have a healthy um, opportunity, health opportunities for our family members. So for those who are listening tonight, all we are saying is we are going beyond the self to go into extended and larger families that represent us. No matter what we look like, we all are part of one big family. We are all one, made one by a larger body and our creator who tells us that he will teach us the way. So I'm going to offer another um, poem that was written, and it's a part of our our, our daily word that says, Teach me thy way, O Lord. Each day I humbly pray. Keep me in thy word that I may never stray. Show me thy way, O Lord, let the Spirit lead. Let me serve thee more in thought and word and deed. Teach and show me thy way. Lord, this is my constant prayer. Mold this bit of clay that your likeness it might wear. So as we think about our family, we have to continue to show each other how best to live and how best to pray for one another. So... If we made any difference in your thinking tonight, we are thankful. So keep on teaching yourself how to love yourself and love each other and love your community. And for this we say amen, 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 ashe, ashe. Ashe, oh, absolutely, Queen Mother. We have to really extend 
ourselves so that we're uncomfortable within if we're not treating love as a tool of communication, as a tool of loving ourselves. And we do have to start with ourselves first. That love clap does not only extend the love to yourself, it also offers the opportunity for you to exercise. Exercise those shoulders and arms. And because you're not going to do it, just one, two times, you're going to really put some energy in it. And if you're revved up for the day, that means you can meet other people and you have the capacity to love them. And we start with family because family is very important. From the root to the root, each family member is important and we don't want to neglect our elders, nor do we want to neglect our children. We want everyone in the family to feel as if there's a a fair playing, uh, level playing field. And I think that one of the things that I have to commend President Obama on is that he really has used his power to try to show you know, how the ones who are better off in this country do not want to share the information, share the love. They don't want to have this connection with with other people because they don't want people to have health care. So they're going to shut down the government. Now, that in itself is a little bit off you know, off thinking. And that's why we have to love our families and we have to love our children. We have to commit ourselves to voting, getting rid of some of these Republicans in office. We have to commit ourselves to really getting involved in our community affairs so that we can get programs and things for children implemented in whatever community you're in. And we need to have a larger network, which is the uh, community-based groups that are connected to the children, connected to the families, so that we can have uh, family mediation available if um, families are not... um, you know, able to demonstrate love because we got a lot of double messages when we were coming up. A lot of messages that, you know, are still from slavery, like, you ain't going to make it. What you trying to do that for? In other words, I didn't make it, so you not going to make it. So we kind of curse each other. So we definitely have to talk about the language that we have to do. Uh, Love is not beating people down, and we have to see that, you know, that it's not about beating somebody down. It's about reaching out and giving the love that other people need to sustain themselves on the planet, to grow stronger, to really achieve their greater destiny. So. Queen Mother, you know, as you were talking, um, these are wonderful poems that you are reading. It's so powerful. I want to just let people know that um, we are not uh, bound by, uh, you know, uh, specific religious orders. Although we have our own and we do reach out and call on our own spiritual guides and energies that we have, we're not trying to, um, you know, promote one thing or the other. The main thing is love, you know, and I love that you you brought that out, that it, whatever you, you're, you know, whatever you believe, you know, the whether you know the word or not, you know, you didn't really try to make it seem like, you know, that, that's the absolute, you know, only thing. And, you know, that that is something that we have to do. We have to be interfaith. 
and we have to respect each other's belief systems, but know that love is the connector that binds us all together. We can be connected because we could be Muslim, we can be Christian, we could be Ifa, you know, we can be Jew, Jewish, you know, we could be all of the various different um, religions and still love each other, you know. I've, my family is one, for example. Uh, my sister is, um, and most of my family is mostly Christian, and my uh, other sister is Muslim, and I'm Ifa. And so that we had a hard time when I first became Ifa, but we have pushed past the conflicts of ideology to know that we love each other. And I think that, you know, within this country, we have to push past ideology uh, so that we can have the best for each other. Because we're not just a family of the ones that gave you birth, but we're a family of a country that's one. Well, we all say we're, uh, you know, Americans and we live in the United States and, you know, uh, those of us that pledge the flag, you know, and if you went to public school, you had to. So we all fall into the family of America. And we have to begin to love ourselves as Americans as well. And that means that we have to fight for the 99% that don't have. And we have to really make it as, as a family affair and work it so that we can forgive our immediate family so that we can outstretch our arms to claim our uh, regional or local family because you got people in your community that um, you connect with that are like family. And outside of that, the state, than the uh, federal. So we have um, to find a way to become family within our own system, and then we can reach out to the larger systems and become family with them. But it takes inner peace. The one thing that um, the that nature showed me this the year was that nature works together. All nature works together. The plants come up for the birds to eat. The birds are, are caught by some of the, you know, different uh, animals. So it really is a chain of, of, of you know, help and uh, I guess uh when I was in science, what is that called again? There's a, a chain. What is it called? Uh. Restate. Restate. Uh, you know the chain that we all need each other. Um, it's like a. Uh, I have to look it up because um, that that's twelfth grade science. I I I definitely don't remember. I wish Sandra was on the phone now because I know she would know. But, you know, um, the plants grow for the birds to eat. The birds grow and then maybe the bobcat or the fox or whatever wolf will get a bird. And then uh, perhaps the uh, bobcat might be the dinner the bear, you know, so that we have a chain, a food chain. And it's the same way as far as um, within our lives as humans that there is a cycle of life that we have to go through and, and it's more developmental. We start out as children and then we move from children into uh or infant, toddler, 
preschool, kindergarten, middle school, you know, middle graders, and then adolescent or pre-adolescents, then adolescents, and then young adulthood. And then we have adulthood, middle adulthood, and then senior adulthood. So each one of those are developmental. And we've got to be connected to understanding what the developmental goals are so that we can help family members that might be, you know, out of out of character or not really focused on what they need to be doing to help the family out. I say, I think it's what you said, though, Queen Mother. It's like the prodigal son, that we have to open our arms and embrace those that have come to become, you know, that have come back, that have taken their their um, riches, whatever inheritance they have got, gotten, and they've taken it and they ran off and done this or that. And then they want to come back with their tail between their legs. And how we receive them is very important because we could receive them with scorn and disdain. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's just the developmental part of life that children have to become independent and they have to really exert themselves so that they know that they're they're the ones in charge. And yes, they do have to face their consequences, but we don't, as parents, we don't have to be the consequence as well. You know, we can be uh, loving and gentle to our children. So I, I really like that, you know. There's so many different uh, scenarios out there, Queen Mother, in terms of people being um, in the situation of having, you know, gone through uh, termination with their family. You know, there's a lot of people that are distant from their blood relatives, and they're being supported by other people, which is wonderful. But when you love yourself, you love yourself enough to kind of forgive the people that abused you or did whatever, which they probably did, but whatever, you you get to the point of forgiveness, and you're not going to let that hold you back or define your character. And And I think that one of the things about the story is that when the young man came back after he had spread all his wealth and stuff, that his father received him and and had the uh you know the all his resource used his resources to create a big party to celebrate the coming home, you know, of his son. And that was beautiful. You know, he celebrated. He he was lost and now he's found. I'm so sure I think that go right here. No, I was I was just gonna ask you uh, you know, um what what did you think um in terms of the uh interpretation of that? Well, as I was listening and as you were talking, we do agree that many siblings, many sisters and brothers have separated for themselves for different reasons. And I have friends who um, who are so distant from their sisters and brothers that they, it really has caused them a lot of pain, a lot of frustration. And for those who may be listening to us tonight, and they may have such in their families, what a, what a wonderful thing it would be to, to forgive and throw a party. Now, a party could be just a glass of water together and how we toast each other, but really it takes say I want to forgive and and give up some of the pain and some of the stress in me because you may have left and and uh, did not communicate or get in touch for a long time but to welcome um, the, my sister my brother back to my heart it may not be a physical space and 
It's not about the material part. It's really just becoming face-to-face with each other. So I think the story regarding um, not prohibiting people, because we all have to go on our journey, because we came to the planet of the earth to have a journey, and we're all on it. And there are many stops and steps along the way. But the goal really is to know that there is a home that we can return to and bet really when we get clear in our hearts that we are home in our own heart and we can trust our own selves. But then the goal really is to know that the uh, the heart really is where your treasure lies. And when you have family and know they may have uh, left you or they may not have treated you well, the one thing we must do in order to have a, well, give me a clean heart so I can really follow in, in, the, in the way that I want to go is that we have to find a way to throw the return home party. And it may mean just... Tonight, when we think about people we want to speak to, just calling, you know, um, what we call bear the hatchet or to forgive some of the things that have happened to us. But I, the goal really is to be open and be receptive to no matter how we've been treated, how we have treated someone else, that our heart is still open. And that's why the energy love clap can be so useful. So you start with one opening your own heart and start to say, my heart needs to be cleaned, my heart needs to be cleared, have I Am I feeling guilty or has someone treated me wrong and I have not forgiven them? What do I need to do? And then you can start sending that love clap to yourself and then sending it out to other people. So to to, to have expanded the question and to have really tightened it up more to say, when you have left me, I open my heart and you can come home again. And we can talk about why you left in the first place and not to condemn or or, or place any judgment, but because it makes me feel better, knowing that when I have um, been walking around remembering things that were not so pleasant and you didn't treat me right, to give it up and really begin to say, come on home, let's talk about it. And it's not going to hurt us to do that. So uh, let's, again, bury the hatchet, talk about it, understand what you were thinking about when I said it to you and how we can really clean the air and start to walk together again in harmony and in peace. So I thought the song, that 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 uh, story has been told so many different ways because you know there was a brother who was jealous of the other brother because he thought that he was coming home and he was getting some good treatment yet he'd been with the father all the time and he didn't realize what a what advantage it had been. So we have so much that we can be thankful for, but oftentimes we miss the boat by thinking we want something and we already got it. So. No one can take the energy love clap from us because as long as we have hands and a heart and a head, we can give thanks to ourselves and extend it to another. Okay. okay. You know, also, uh, Queen Mother, this is very personal to me, this whole thing. So I'm really talking to myself. And as I told you, these shows are more for me, you know, also, you know, we all can talk to ourselves, you know, uh, May, around Mother's Day, my youngest daughter, you know, exerted her independence and took off for parts unknown. She she, she must have uh, went incognito for about three months that we didn't hear from her. And, you know, everybody's racing around trying to find out where she is. And, I mean, just brutal and did some old raggedy stuff when she left which um, really made her, you know, uh, to me personally, I was very uh, disheartened and I just rebuked her and just really didn't want her around me, you know, and really wasn't able to forgive her. And just that whole um, doing the uh, clap and loving myself because I was really feeling sorry for myself with my child, you know, Mm -hmm. doing wrong, you know, as I really felt that she, you know, just went out of character. I was like, who raised you anyway? You know, where, you know, where did I go wrong? And, you know, feeling guilty and just really carrying that burden. And, you know, finally, I just released it, you know, over the summer, you know, just looking at nature, showing me the way, talking to me, you know, opening up the voice that, you know what? When you were that age, you did some stuff, too, you know, that, you know, caused you to have separate from your parents because you were deserting your independence. You wanted to be grown. So she just did it, but she did it in a hundredth degree 
to what I did, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I, you know, I had to uh, take the good from the situation and, you know, really know that I love my daughter, you know, and that when she comes home again, I will rejoice because she will have come home, you know, um, in a, a, a way that she didn't leave as an adult because she's gone since May and she's making it, you know. So I talk to her from time to time, but it still hurts, you know. So, you know, I wasn't the only one in the family that she did something to. So she did stuff to her sister and stuff, and it was just really raggedy, but, you know, over time, it's just lessened and lessened. The hurt has been lessened and lessened, and it's also been um, really therapeutic to remind myself that I love me, and she's part of me, and I love her for who she is, you know? Although she's part of me, she's also an independent person. So family love is very difficult. It's very difficult because you never can tell what another person is going to do. Whether or not you can, you know, you can really approve of what they are doing. And there's another dimension or an additional dimension of what you're saying because there's been many experiences I know that I have had and others have had in that in that uh, struggle to um, have worked with a family and to love the family. And oftentimes we don't know physically the impact it has on us because it is an internalizing of the pain and the stress because you want so much to love and to care and be loved and so have it have it to go going uh, to give and receive it. So that is something to really be conscious of how the physical body is influenced and impacted by the emotions that go on between family. So no matter what goes on with extended family, the the bio family, those that's closest to you, really can influence itself. So this this was evident, I know, in in going through some of the the, the uh, challenges, and especially if you're old, have an older sib, or you have a younger one, or a, 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 a daughter or son may feel that they're not getting all the love and attention. So we don't always know, and it takes a long time to sort it out as to why the behavior is coming the way it is, but to be very mindful of it uh, because um, there's a part of the body that influences, I think it's the spinal cord, that sometimes we it's, it's a lot of weight on it. And having experienced something similar where the, uh, we're having a, the, the, um, the chiropractor to work with the body and how they can identify the kind of weight that, that you carry when you are being... Um, um, being um, challenged by circumstances you, that you wish was not that way. So um, just be clear that it's good to, to release it, even if it's through an exercise, while you may still be going through the pain. And there's a book that was written by, you know, Getting Past the Pain. While you're getting past the pain, always be conscious of how it might be influencing the physical body uh, that you may not be conscious of until later on and you get to be um, told that this may have been one of the causes of it. That's true. Okay. I say, I say, I, I, I really... Um want to just change the subject just a, a minute uh, or two so that I can just really give thanks to the sponsors of Yoruba House of Worship shows. Uh, TribeCallCurl.com is a very um, excellent sponsor for us. So always, you know, we needed to continue the blog talk shows. Uh, TribeCallCurl dot com gave it to us and that is a um blog on natural hair, fashion and just a new curl order. You know, women coming up and being proud of their natural hair and just beautiful women. Just really uh walking in your beauty as, you know, black women, you know, with natural hair, you know, just 
letting it all show how truly creative and divine we really are because it's amazing um, the level and the, the, the depth of creativity that's put in the natural hair care uh, movement as well as, you know, just being yourself, embracing your own self. So I want to give thanks to TryCallCurl.com. If you have a moment, please go on their Facebook and like them because they do sponsor your house of worship activities. And one of the things that we'll be doing this year coming is we are going to be doing rites of passage, spiritual rites of passage, birth ceremonies, uh, rites, spiritual rites of passage for children, and, um, you know, from ch- childhood to adulthood. So we'll probably have adolescent ones as well as young adult ones, as well as some women ones. So Yoruba House of Worship, we're getting a lot of good information from the Odoo Access Network on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you need to check that out. The Jubono uh, of our, or Director of Education for our um Church is uh, Day, and he shall be coming on once a month, and we'll enjoy him when he comes. And we also want to um, urge people to um, go to our Fajumbi page, who uh, is doing Yoruba House of Worship Prison Ministry. And he is uh, really wonderful because he has the first IFA-based prison ministry in California. So I shave to him. So there's a lot of great things going on. And Queen Mother, please let us know what you're doing because you're always doing something. Well, this is an opportunity to share some excitement uh, that I'm trusting will be useful and helpful for a while, there has been a um, living platform addressing educational issues, and we're still doing that. And on October 12th of this year, we'll be introducing the platform on the intelligence of the brain. And there's so much to understand about how the brain influences our daily life. So we have a neuropsychologist who will be talking with us about the intelligence of the brain and learning how we can um, express and explore the effect of it. Uh, there's also an ongoing platform on how uh, prosperity and the influence of stress and strain on the brain can make a difference in our lives. So we're going to bring conversation in about just that. And then um, the Living Platform is an active way of having something to talk about. So I'm sure around the country there are people with so much to share. So that living platform is, is a concept, and we, we use the National Black Theater as a location for bringing that information about. And one of the most exciting things that's coming up in December is a way of acknowledging the social worker who um, can fit into this 50th anniversary for the March on Washington. And what have we done as a body? Uh, and we have, there's been much done, but so that's a program that will be honoring one of our social workers, Frederica Tier, who is a sister of Barbara Ann Tier, who oh, started the National Black Theater. So October and uh, December are very highlighted months. So the Living Platform, we also continue to offer the Cultural Enrichment Program for Children so that whenever there's an interest in bringing children together to learn more about their culture and how best to um, to maintain their uh, integrity, no matter how they are talked about, but they can then use their education about the, their, their culture to uh, be proud of who they are. So the children's program, the living platform, and always the intervention and investment. There's a major investment program uh, that um, is available for people to to start their own sense of business, and that's that's an area that we'll be presenting in October as well. So. That's Banks Enterprise, that's the Living Platform, that's Cultural Enrichment, and always an investment in our own prosperity. Ashay. So Living Platform, is that a, like a weekly or a monthly uh, program that is housed at the National Black Theater? 
Well, right now it's a scheduled effect. Once we um, decide that we want to bring information, we then schedule it. So at this point, we are looking at maybe twice a month. It's not a it's scheduled maybe on a monthly basis, and we would move again to try and establish it. It hasn't been established as a as a regular and such. It's established based on identifying topics that we know we want to bring to others. So this time we are blessed to have um, them running throughout the rest of the year. And then come uh, next year we'll run really book them as often as possible because we have people who've done so much work and research in topics and to make it a, a um a category of education and prosperity and health, so all aspects of it. So to answer your question, we want to establish it more frequently, and it can be done around the country no matter where because it's a concept of bringing information to people. Okay. So I hope you involve us when you do because that sounds magnificent because uh, we all need to, uh, you know, be well, we all are influenced by what is going on, so we need to be as educated as possible to handle these various different challenges. But remember in November, please vote out these Republicans. Go cast your vote. Be significant in your own development because for everyone to have health care, that means that no one is left behind. No, no, nobody is, um, you know, except those ones that are being fooled into not doing it because it actually is a very good way for everybody to have health care. And greedy, rich people still want it only to be about them. As far as food, they cut food stamps. They don't want Obamacare because they don't want everybody to have medical. We have to wake up to these um, inequities and these uh, plays on our, you know, our our intelligence. They're playing on our intelligence. They're saying that it's not enough money in the country so that everybody can have health care, and that's not true. There's enough money in this world. So everybody can eat, everybody can have decent clothing, decent housing, and, you know, and, you know, the fact is, is that they're playing mind games with us. But I want to uh, end with a most beautiful, um, a, a very beautiful um, Facebook Posting by our content manager on Yoruba House of Worship, Nadia Amonette, Imhotep, Clairehart. And it says, may we be reminded here of our highest aspirations and inspired to bring our gifts of love and service to the altar of humanity. May we know once again that we are not isolated beings, but connected in mystery and miracle to the universe, to this community, and to each other. And that was anonymous, anonymous, sorry, reading number 434 and singing the living tradition. And that is definitely what um, this life is about, understanding the connections. And, you know, I was talking to another sister um, and she was telling me that we really don't have to work hard to get where we want to go. We just have to submit and let the universe handle it for us. So I uh, give thanks to the Alicia's honestly. I prayed for my daughter to call me and she called me. I want to I wanna, um, own that, that the work that I did so that she and I would be on one accord, you know, it worked so that we're on one accord. So I did my spiritual stuff. Whatever your destiny is for your spirit, you need to do your stuff and submit so that your um your 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 conflict with your family can be resolved. 
it felt really good to talk to her when I talked to her. You know, it, it really um, is a blessing to um, get back with someone who has been distant, who's, a, uh, you know, your child. I mean, I don't know how close you can get, but that's my baby, so it was really hard. And, you know, I went through a lot when when she wasn't in contact. So it really, you know, makes a difference, you know, to really ask and you shall receive. So I want, I just want that. So, Queen Mother, you want to end us with a prayer? I think we have three minutes left. And uh, give before you do, could you please give your um, email address and I really want to urge you guys to contact Queen Mother for um, preparing yourself career-wise. Queen Mother has a lot of experience with families and with um, people elevating their position and really working towards their greater good. And you see she's doing prosperity, too, so she's an all-inclusive. It's really great to offer this information And you can contact Miss B Number 7 That's contact C-O-N-T-A-C-T Contact Miss B M-I-S-S-B 7 at yahoo.com And there's also the website Which is banksenterpriseonline.com That's B-A-N-K-S-E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E Online.com And there's a part of the Banks Enterprise Online That says Ask Miss B And I know there's so much that we can have Conversation about so I look forward to that I just also want to add this um, Darlene as you were talking about Obamacare I was really concerned that Obamacare Is a big word but it's not the legislation It's, it's really affordable care So that we don't confuse it And it's been such a negative regarding The Obamacare but, but he cares And that's good and he introduced Something that helps us so it's affordable care so that that is the highlight and it doesn't get confused in just the terminology which which is a way of saying he's no good but it's wonderful so we give thanks and we can continue to to uh, give honor and glory to this universe that really sees us through most things so let us all kind of silently uh, together give thanks for this hour of power we've been together to look more deeply and more keenly at how we can continue to love and to forgive and keep on loving and keep on forgiving to give ourselves an opportunity to, to receive the love that's offered to us and that we can give we can be more hugging and less mugging for our young people and so tonight oh, we are just thankful for the opportunity to share our love with each other and look forward to a better day and a brighter future for all of us unless we say ashe ashe I say oh Give thanks for the women of the Calabash for this great poem, Ashe. Thank you so much for joining.